Hello everyone and a very warm welcome to our leadership series On the Sofa with Angie. Today's special guest is Debbie Watkins, who is the founder and CEO of Lucy. Uh, Debbie, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the sofa with us today. Thanks very much for inviting me, Angie. Thank you. Um, so, um, so you founded Lucy in uh, 2020, which is a neobank for entrepreneurial women. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, so um, what we've actually done is um, designed a purely app-driven solution that's providing a range of very carefully tailored financial and non-financial services um, to help women who are largely underserved by their formal uh, financial sector to actually start and grow their own businesses. Wonderful. Well, uh, it's an absolute pleasure to be speaking to you today. Um, so what prompted you to, uh, to found Lucy? Oh, gosh, um, I wish that was a short story. I'll try and keep it short. Um, so I guess a number of things. I mean, I've been um, living in Asia now for 21 years. Um, my background was actually kind of very much a corporate one in, in the UK. So I kind of started out with sort of tech and banking and ERP and various other things. Um, but things conspired in sort of just as the millennium turned, actually, to kind of um, I, I got made redundant unexpectedly and realized that this was the opportunity to go off and have a gap year. Um, somewhat belatedly, I have to say, but nonetheless, um, and kind of things conspired to take me to Cambodia um, where I got involved in doing voluntary work and a, a bunch of other things. Um, and as part of that, actually, um, sort of moved from advising on ERP systems into um, advising on banking and microfinance, um, again, with a very much a technology focus. Um, that kind of evolved over a number of years and kind of ended up taking me to what became 35 plus countries um, throughout Africa and Asia, where I was advising um, banks and microfinance institutions on their technology strategy and product development approaches, uh, particularly on sort of serving underserved markets and increasing outreach as well using technology. Um, one thing that I kind of saw wherever I went was, number one, that bank management that I dealt with tended to be exclusively male, um, and by contrast, when I went outside of the bank branch and walked around, um, that, of course, at least 50% of the entrepreneurs out there were women. Um, and it was kind of became more and more apparent to me, really, that they weren't being adequately served um, because they weren't sort of really being recognized as being sort of... Uh, I guess the best way was to describe it was that their, that their businesses were just as viable as those of men um, in some ways. And of course, that they weren't really being, their needs weren't being understood. So for one reason or another, they were actually sort of being um, treated differently in a, in a detrimental way, or the whole experience in the bank was not attractive. Um, and it seemed such a huge mismatch um, that, 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 say, there's 50% plus even of, of women actually out there um, running and growing their own businesses who were tenacious and hardworking and 
bringing in uh, money for their families and so forth, and yet they weren't able to get access to the kind of financial services that would actually help them to really catalyze their growth. And so it was kind of an obvious gap, I guess, really. Um, And that was kind of how things really started. Um, But it all came to a head when um, I was introduced to um, someone who became my co-founder at Lucy. Um, He'd had a background of actually building um, apps for large banks and had come become really equally frustrated um, with their their super tanker kind of approach of just not really being agile or responsive to the market. Um, and of course, the fact that I don't think there's really many people that actually like their bank. Um, um, and then we had somebody else who we were introduced to who'd been uh, running a bank in, in Myanmar and had seen a similar thing, which was that it was really difficult for women to get access to financial services. But the women that he did serve tended to be better payers overall of their, their loans than men did. And, you know, this has been echoed um, throughout findings globally, really, that women are a much better credit risk. Um, Women owned businesses, um, given the same opportunities, tend to be more profitable and generally more successful. Um, And yet one of the statistics um, that I came across recently was 82% of um, business loans are given to male-owned businesses. Um, So, you know, it's kind of apparent that there was this huge gap between what the world needed and what the world was actually getting. And that was really what prompted Lucy. It's so important, I think, in this day and age as well, because as you said, 82% of bank loans are still given to men. And in terms of sort of venture capitalist funding as well, you know, 95% of that still goes to male owned businesses and male led founders. Um, and so, you know, I think it's it's great that you're doing this. Um, in in terms of sort of your your values and sort of um, sort of per- being purpose driven and impact driven, how is that helping you shape the future of the business? Um, well, the key thing that we're doing, of course, is focusing on what people actually really need, right? Rather than our version of what we think they need. Um, and this is this is often actually surprisingly difficult for a lot of people to do. They kind of tend to shape something in their own view of the universe, right? Um, And particularly, you know, there's the whole kind of affinity bias where people tend to offer things for people like them um, when actually like what they need to do is really see the world through other people's lenses. Um, And so that's kind of been our approach really since the beginning is to actually look at the world through the eyes of other people and to recognize the unique challenges and pain points and aspirations that they have, even though their lives may be nothing like ours. And then really kind of think of ways in which we can really conclusively add value um, to them and actually help them to grow. So it's not just about offering the services, but it's actually offering the right services that will actually help them to realize their aims and ambitions. Absolutely. I love that. And, you know, throughout your career, so you've been in, in sort of a sort of male dominated tech industry for you know many, many years. Um, who who inspires you? 
Oh, gosh, that's a difficult one. I, I, I don't know that there are any particular individuals as such that inspire me. I think if anyone like um, who inspires me would be the future version of myself. Um, and by that, what I mean is it's kind of like I recognize my imperfections. Um, and, you know, there's there's the kind of saying is that you should always just the only thing you should really strive to be is a better version of yourself. And so that's kind of always what I'm looking to do is, is to be that better version of myself every day. I love that. And I think it's that growth mindset that is so important for us as leaders, as entrepreneurs, but also as individuals. Um, you know, life is a journey. It's not a destination. And it's about what are the small tweaks that I can make every single day just to make myself that little bit better? Uh, and exactly. if, if you take that sort of incremental approach, I think that's when true change can really happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm a bit of a, a dabbler and a tinkerer as well. I'm always like fixing things and, and like, you know, just playing around with stuff, which is, I was kind of say, I know just enough to be dangerous. Right. And so it's, it's, I think it's that constant sort of pushing yourself a little bit further, you know, can I fix this toaster kind of approach um, or, you know, what is it that makes the sky blue, you know, new bits of learning, um, I think kind of continually sort of enrich you. And I think, I think it's like an important thing, um, to keep learning and recognize that you've never learned everything. Absolutely. And what advice would you give to other women who are looking to set up their own business? Oh gosh. Um, I think that the first thing is, um, be kind of realistic um, and balance this out with thinking big. Um, there are, as I say, having come from this very much this sort of customer centric approach, I think one of the key aspects is to actually validate your idea um, with your target market and make sure that you've identified a real pain point. Um, and, you know, if that can, if that can work, all the other stuff can kind of fall into it. If there is actually a real pain that a particular segment has got and you can really solve that, um, you know, then the kind of marketing almost does itself. Um, but I think that's the single biggest thing is the customer-centric approach. I think, you know, it's been recognized, I think, quite widely now um, that this is the way to go. Um, and the other thing is, I think, you know, don't, don't believe your own hype too much and be prepared to fail and fail fast and to pivot and pivot quickly if it's kind of what you've sort of committed to isn't really working um you know the the worst thing that people do that i've seen is that they do some kind of pilot and the pilot doesn't get the results they expect and so they extend the pilot um whereas you know all that's doing is throwing more money after it really so I think it's kind of keep being impartial keep validating and validating that's some great advice so be customer centric keep validating fail fail fast uh, and if you're going to pivot pivot fast as well um yeah. and so thank you so much Debbie for uh, such an inspiring interview today uh, it's been an absolute pleasure so uh, and I wish you all the very best with the the, the launch of Lucy thank you so much thank you